Hey everybody, Maria here. My new album, Live at the Bill Murray, is available now and you can get it on Bandcamp. Uh, the link is in the notes and I hope you check it out. Thanks. Hey everybody, welcome to Two Non-Doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. We are stand-up comedians. Stand-up comedians that are currently jobless because of the coronavirus. We're finally gonna be the doctors our mothers wanted us to be. Is there anything that we don't know? A lot, actually. We have a lot of questions. Uh, we have a lot of answers. All of them wrong. But we do have access to... Google. And a vet. Oh yeah, my mom's a vet. She knows some stuff. We have to do this <laughs> So again. every once in a while, we're going to invite her on. No, we don't. We're going to actually use this. <laughs> welcome to Two Non-Doctors. Hi, welcome to Two Non-Doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. How you doing, Cupcake? I'm... Uh, I'm all right. How's it going? Yeah. I, it's kind of funny because I was just at your place two days ago. So I'm just like, I'm looking, I'm on set. Like I was there. <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, I, 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 I know where you put everything. I know that there's plants a little bit to the right. You see the mirror within the mirror? Ooh, you got it up? Yeah, I hung it up. Yeah. I should have. Did you have to? What I had to go buy stuff. It's you, Liz drilled a big hole in my wall and then left. <laughs> I don't like this assessment. I don't like this assessment at all. Talked on um, my life and then took off the next day. I didn't. Early. I didn't. I wasn't like standing over you with the power drill and I'm like, I'll do what I please. <laughs> you asked me to help you, hang it. You like, yeah, I asked you to hang it. You put the hole in my wall and then you. But the anchor was crazy. Like the anchor doesn't, it's it's too big and and fair enough. You're like I don't want to drill a, drill a bigger hole, so you bigger you hole. It and then you realized that doesn't work. <laughs> no, because it was it was a diff it was a plastic anchor I've never used before, and it was because usually you can kind of cut it and it's but it was like it was we I didn't like it. So if we had done it at a normal time where I didn't have to leave in a half hour, I would have gone to the hardware store and finished the job. But we had put that off for what two weeks. Mm -hmm. and it was the last possible moment of the last possible day that I could do it. And it was, it was poor planning, but I didn't, didn't drill. I don't like that. I'm glad it's up. It looks great. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't like the rewriting of history that's happening here. <laughs> I don't like that. I'm glad I was, <laughs> I was being a good friend and I did a shit job at it, but I didn't plan on that. <laughs> If I could have done it over, we would have done it at like 2 p.m. and we would have gone to a hardware store immediately. Yeah. But it's yeah. up. It looks great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It reflects my uh, TV and messy shelf and not the window. Like I wanted it to, what I wanted was to be able to sit in bed and have it reflect the outside. And then I could just see the outside without having to strain to see the outside. Wow. Wow. That's what mirrors do. They reflect. Like, what do you mean? Wow. I did not know that was the purpose was to stay in bed while looking at nature, even though your bed is next to a window. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it though. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, it's up and, uh, I, yeah, I just, I love your hair piled on your head. That's pretty. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, um, I showered yesterday and I had, uh, so I went to the, I went to the gym got my ass kicked. I think three weeks not working out plus being extremely oh, jet lagged. I've been to hot yoga and I'm just like, I'm not a human. Oh, and 
and Johnny gets off, like he'll be done with comedy and then I'll be like, hey, I'm out. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what happened because I really didn't sleep yesterday, but I still was like, you know what? What really made jet lag harder before was I didn't work out. And from our episode, I learned that I should be exercising. So I did this workout that like absolutely annihilated me. I took a shower. I was eating dinner and like falling asleep while eating dinner. I was so tired. It's like 7 p.m. And I had a show um, at 8.30 so I'm like, whatever, I have to stay up for the show anyway. Just stay up for the show and then you can go to bed after the show. So then I get to the show and the, the, the host is like, oh God, I was messaging you. I'm so sorry, it's canceled. You would have thought I won an Emmy. I was like, yes. He was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, this is awesome. Hi, bye. I like turned around immediately, went home, brushed my teeth, passed out. So my hair was still kind of wet. And so this is my rescue of... Uh, crazy hair because that's how little time I spent in the real world that my hair was still wet and I was like I do not care I'm going to bed yeah oh we just we just leave one with a cute jean jacket so I'm just oh is that what's happening we're just just two girls in a jean jacket yeah (laughs) I like how you got jealous you're adorable yeah um oh how cute are we just two girls in a in a fashionista biker gang I was like that's a better idea I didn't like my sweater anyway um anyway went to bed at nine woke up at six so I got like a fair amount of sleep um for like I'm hoping that it continues where I get seven eight hours of sleep because that would be great I mean I didn't enjoy waking up at six but I did again go to bed when I'm usually working and I don't have that choice tonight because I have a show and I probably won't get back to my hotel like t- until 10 30, 11. Yeah. So I kind of got to get sleep quick. Yes, that's right. You're going, you just go from Europe to Syracuse. As everybody plans, um, just trying to figure out why I decided to do that. <laughs> that's so, so funny. Tired. Do you know what's not- I had- what not, what's not a thing here is St. Patrick's Day. Which is weird because you are. Um... It's a completely American thing because like I completely forgot it was St. Patrick's Day. And then just all of the American Twitter was like all the jokes about St. Patrick's Day. And I was like, oh, right. Oh, it is the 17th. <laughs> Ireland's right there. I, don't know shit. <laughs> like, they don't, I only knew about it because same because I was like watching TV and people were like the parade happened. And I was like, what parade? parade guys <laughs> it's 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 just um it's it's just one of those like it's like Cinco de Mayo it's just a, a get drunk excuse you know how Hallmark made up like Mother's Day and Father's Day like they make up holidays or like Valentine's Day I mean I know Valentine's Day is a thing but like there's there's the uh, capitalist marketing of these things so that you buy shit I isn't do you think bars are the same with like Cinco de Mayo and like St. Patty's Day, like that's like if Hallmark created those, then bars created because all that's just a drink, drinking, eat nachos holiday. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's a great way to sell beer. Yeah, they just put some green dye in it, and they're like, it's festive. Pair, be festive. Was it Boston? It was somewhere they dyed the river green. Yeah, and you're like, what, guys, guys? But during lockdown, there were cities that in England that would, that, um, dyed their lakes black so that people wouldn't go outside and try to be outdoors. What? 
How fucking grim is that? <laughs> One, no. Two, why is it that we only think of climate change like as a broader spectrum and we don't think about like just poison, like the poison that we put it? What? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Why are we Kool Aiding our rivers? Like, I just don't <laughs> understand. It'd be nice if it was Kool Aid. I mean, that would be dope. And I would drink the Kool-Aid in that scenario. I'd be like, ooh, fun. I've always wanted this river to be tastier. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, I'm I'm suffering a little bit. I'm I'm pretty, pretty tired. And there was just so much stuff I couldn't get done while I was touring, whether it's just because I couldn't like I was traveling different places, shitty internet, or like um certain websites just don't work. Like I had like uh, my easy, my credit card was bouncing on my easy pass and I had to change my credit card, but it would not let like the, it, that website doesn't exist. And it just kind of was like, oh, why doesn't your website? Ex-? I guess I get that it's a, an American thing and easy pass. I don't even think it's national, but I was still like, come on, man, it's the internet. Just let me be able to do this stuff overseas. So I just have this laundry list of like certain websites that wouldn't let me log on that I had to do. I just, I have so much so much busy work and I have to do my taxes. And I'm just like, I came home to a clean apartment. I was really proud of myself. I cleaned the shit out of my apartment and talk about like, it was probably the most I've ever been proud of like past me. I was just like, I walked in and I was like, yeah, I remembered I did this, but then I put everything else off and it's just, I'm under a sea of like really boring things to do on my, my to-do list. Yeah. Well, cool. Now we all know about it. Um, such a dick. <laughs> I can't believe I've spent time with you in person. You're so mean to me. Um, announcements. Yeah. Cool. Um, to all our Patreons, everybody that supports us. Um, we absolutely appreciate you. You guys are the best. Um, if you don't know, by becoming a Patreon, you can get early access to episodes. You can get weekly bonuses. You can get monthly bonuses. Uh, you can control our Googles. You can get stickers. You can be a Google guest. There's so many fun benefits to uh, supporting our podcast and so many fun things that you can get. So you can go to patreon.com slash two non-doctors. That's the number two, the word non, and then the four word doctors. And you Is can- not a word? I just... Yeah, it's a word. Not... Okay. <laughs> uh you can follow us on the socials on twitter facebook and youtube at two non-doctors and on instagram at two non-drs and if you have time you're feeling nice leave us a rate and review on apple Podcasts because we love it we love to read them we share it on our socials it makes us happy um and thanks to all the nice reviews you've left so far why can't i speak today um personal announcement there's too much shit going on in my head right now that i'm like losing my mind uh personal announcements my album my album's out guys it's out guys have you listened to it yet um i've started promoting Bandcamp because a like i like you can leave me a comment on there and that's been nice um and b like it just pays me right away like I don't oh, have to cool. wait for iTunes to whatever. Plus oh, like people on Twitter were like, oh, it seems to be restricted in the US. I don't think it is because people in the US have gotten it through iTunes, but I don't like little quirks like that. I don't like Apple. Yeah, yeah it's pissing me off. Everything, you're just like, why are you making it so hard for us? Like, what the seriously. fuck? Seriously. It makes me crazy. And, and also like making it easier 
to pay the monthly streaming service for Apple than it is to buy the album. Like, yeah. fuck you, Apple. But anyway, you can you can get it on Bandcamp if you um, the links on my Twitter and my Instagram and on my website uh, at Maria Shahada. And uh, so are some shows are up on my website. Been lazy, but yep, check it out, MariaShahada.com. It's a great album. I got to hear it early. I've also seen all these jokes in person. You have absolutely should buy it. You should support her. If you haven't already, please subscribe to her YouTube. Yeah, I'm a manager, um, <laughs> but it's brilliant. And I'm so excited it's out. And um, I've only been harassing you forever to do it. So it's, yeah, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, it's so good. Um, my personal announcements, I'm taping a special in like two, three weeks. I don't know when this is coming out. Um, so April 3rd, I'm doing two shows at New York comedy club, a seven and a nine 30, the seven o'clock there's like seven tickets left. It's almost sold out. So go buy tickets for the nine o'clock. Um, everything's on my website, use the promo code ghost. And then this month I'm in Cleveland, Lexington, Pittsfield, Massachusetts, and Boston, Massachusetts. I have a bunch of further dates, but I'm too lazy to mention them, but everything is on my website at lizmealy.com. Fan mail. Yes. I put it in the doc. It's from YouTube. Just all right. Um, I can't minimize Zoom while I'm recording. Well, how the fuck am I supposed to read this mail? Um, just give me a moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh God. How do I get to it? The... Do you want me to do it? Oh, I'll do it. Here we go. Okay. Hey, non-doctors, Seb Ben-Niben here. As a recipient of two very beneficial laser procedures, I can testify that they work. I had LASIK and some sort of laser treatment at my chiropractor reduced inflammation in my neck because apparently sleeping awkwardly at any age past 30 necessitates a doctor visit. That's so true. I'll start with um, the latter. I had a crook in my neck that I thought would eventually go away. It didn't. It got progressively worse to the point where I could not turn my head left or right. The inflammation was so bad, my chiropractor could not make an adjustment for recommended a laser treatment that had been shown to decrease discomfort in arthritic dogs. Anyway, they used it on my neck and it worked. Inflammation had subsided to a point where I could get an adjustment and I remained uh, free of neck pain. LASIK, on the other hand, is just a miracle of science and I wish I'd done it sooner. I'd been nearsighted since the third grade and it can literally be fixed in about 25 to 30 minutes. My mom had it done and kept pushing me to do it. And it's one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Oh, yeah. So I, I read this um, message and I was like, oh, I forgot all the stuff. Okay. So my parents retired, but when they were vets, my dad ended up doing like continuing education, like maybe five years ago. And my dad got into acupuncture for cats and dogs and laser treatment. So they bought this like big ass laser and they started doing like laser treatment, like he said, on like arthritic dogs or any kind of like helping them heal or whatever. Because of that machine, let's, I don't know how much it is, but like, you know, the same way that there's machines anywhere, it's like the super expensive machine. My mom started lasering her knees. I know, you know, this story. So before London, she came to London, her and Emily came to London a couple of years ago. And my mom, even though she like power lifts and she's a badass or whatever, she has always had really bad knees. She had two knee surgeries. She's always had just knee problems. So she started using this machine they use on cats and dogs on her knees every day in preparation for London. Cause she wanted to be able to walk and she was scared of the, like the stairs are like a real big problem for her. And so whenever there, I, I just underestimated how many stairs were in London. 
And so I would like prepare my mom. I'd be like, all right, mom, there's some stairs, but we'll take it easy. And she goes, I'm doing okay. I think, I think lasering my knees is helping. So we just called her laser knees for like a week (laughs) because she really felt pretty great to the point where like, they really wish they could have kept that machine, but it's like a super expensive machine. But I had some issues with um, a knee once and then my back once and they lasered me. And I don't know how much it works because I couldn't do it as consistently because it was like whenever I visited my parents, but this is stuff that they, I forgot all this. This is like all stuff they've been using on animals for at least five years now. How much is the machine? And like, is it just like, do you rent it? Can I they, buy a machine or rent a machine and then just charge people to come over and I'll just like laser their like joints? And charge I'm, I'm, I'm sure you have to do some kind of class, but I'm sure this was like a hundred thousand dollar machine. Like, I'm sure this is, you know what I mean? I also don't think it's like on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like it's, it's a medical, it's a medical. hundred clients, thousand each. No, no, no. I, it is a business. I mean, it was why my dad went to continuing education and added it to his repertoire of things to heal animals. Like there is value to it and it does yeah. pay itself off. I'm not saying your business plan isn't doable <laughs> <laughs> or viable, yeah. uh, but it is insane as a non-doctor. <laughs> Do you see where I'm going here? Who wouldn't want me with a laser? (laughs) Certified comedian, uncertified technician, Maria Shahada would like to laser you. Just, you know, people start, they, they sell merch after shows. I'll just like sell laser, just get in line for my laser therapy. Just, it's me holding it up like this too. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You're just like, Oh, cover your eyes. She's crazy. Um, You know, that like cheesy joke where somebody would be like, remember, this was like probably 10 years ago when you would have physical DVDs where people are like, Hey, I'm selling my DVD. I'm selling DVDs after the show. This is better off dead. This is goodwill hunting. And Oh, I also have a stand-up one Buy whatever you like. It's like people like, like the, the joke is that they're just selling random DVDs, but it, it feels, it feels a little bit like, well, stand-up's not going so well. So I'm just going to do some like eyebrow threading and a little bit of lasering on the side. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Stan is not, not doing well. It's just not lucrative the way lasering would be ever. It's, it's not lucrative ever. Yeah. (laughs) And also as somebody that has lasered themselves and, and watched my mom like laser things, I think a child could do it. You know what I mean? Like there's like, once you learn it, it's the same way I feel about like laser hair removal. Like we've all had that done. It's just, you wear some goggles, you tell people to shave their legs and then you just try not to burn off their skin. But like, I think it's a class, right? Like yeah, all those yeah. kind of beauty things is like a certificate. Don't get me wrong. The person that does my eyebrows is an artist and I would like her to feel that way about herself. Um, but with most of these laser, like you're just trying to get laser, like hair out of my armpits. Who does my eyebrows, like does all kinds of uh, tweakments. And she's always like, you want a little Botox? You want a little, I'll give you a deal on filler. And I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Where did you, where did you get this stuff? Like that? I don't trust that we're not getting the right stuff off Amazon. On the internet. You, can, yeah. you can get filler no. do it yourself off the internet. It's just, you could also go blind. Nope. 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 To all of that. But um, she's certified. She's not crazy, but like, no, no, I, no, no, I, but I want like a doctor or someone. I want a dermatologist. I want somebody that can lose their license. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my accountability up in this. Yeah, I want somebody that's scared. 
as a family. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I swear to God, your jean jacket's better. It's nice. Like I like, I like the lighter color. I can't do this with you. I already gave you the one you're wearing. It's <laughs> trade. Will you just no, no. I'm so glad I'm getting my keys back. You're in town. I can't do this with you. <laughs> this is my every you get every I, like unfiltered thought just coming out of my brain. You're just like Maria. I need you to stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, yours is like crazy, and mine is just never ending talking. Where you're just like Liz. I need a minute. And I was yeah. like valid point. I was hanging out my babysitter, um, which is my favorite thing from this trip that this woman that babysat me when I was 11, I don't tell anybody her name. I just said, I just kept being like, so I was hanging out my babysitter, um, as a 36 year old woman. Um, also knowing that we're nine years apart, which is crazy to think about. Like she was my babysitter. I've also dated people older than my babysitter as an adult, clearly, but like crazy. Anyway. Um, she was talking about her kids. She has like two young kids and, um, just about like, Oh, I just, you know, one of them talks a lot. And sometimes I just have to be like, baby, you just gotta give me a second. And I was like, Oh, people have said that to me as an adult. (laughs) She also said, I talk uh, just as much as I do as an adult, as I did it a kid, as a kid. And it makes sense that I'm a comedian. Yeah. That's funny. I, I wonder like, what is, I think that's why you can do hours and why I'm like, by 45 minutes I'm like I'm done <laughs> like I don't have anything you can just talk and I'm just like I don't have as much I, I actually start to feel in my groove and comfortable around 15 minutes so like fifth like I need a longer set to start to feel in like, oh. in my zone hmm. and then around a half hour I'm like yeah and then I would say around an hour, if it's going really well, I'm even more energized or like, you know, I can, I can now feel time, which is kind of crazy to think yeah. about. Like when I have the set down, I know where I am at each interval, but even when I don't have the set down, I physically can be like, I've been talking for a half hour. I've been talking. Oh, for yeah. an hour. I, I could do that. Even if it's not in the context of stand up. like if you're just, um, like in a waiting room, I could probably guess how long I've been sitting around waiting just Mm -hmm. used to time like that. Or what was really creepy. Emily always made fun of me when she used to live in the city. I'd be like, Hey, I'm running late. I'll be there in seven minutes. And this is like before Google maps. And she'd be like, dude, on the dot. Like, I thought it was so obnoxious that you said seven minutes Yeah. and I wanted to make fun of you. And then you literally, so I timed it and you were here exactly at seven minutes. She's like, how did you do that? And I go, I just know, like you start to the city, you definitely start to know with like how long a block is and how long, like just, I know how quickly I can walk and stuff like that, but you really start to understand time. Like what is five minutes feel? Cause we've had to do five. We've had to do 10. We've had to do 12. Like we've had to do so many weird intervals that you now just know what it feels like. Yeah. In my acting class, we're supposed to do five minute scenes and I picked the scene and I knew exactly like where to start, start and end it. And then like, we ran the scene and the teacher was like, 501. Wow. And I was like, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, nailed that. you're like you're just slow on the timer I know what five minutes you look like that's five don't you put a penalty on me yeah you you didn't come up penalized for going a second over your set like in a city where if you did like they had three thousand other comedians just like you they could book you know so it's drilled into you yeah no it really is and then oh but that's why like when somebody really like you ever have that comic that's on stage and they're like, did I get the light yet? And you're like, 
you know, you got the light. Even if you didn't see the light, you know, you got the light, you know, you did. Don't pretend you don't know what 15 minutes feels like. That's where it gets insane. Where you're just like, dude, you've been doing this 15 years. I know, you know, that you went over. Yeah. Like an angel, they won't light. And like, it's a 10 minute set and people are going like 15 minutes. Like, like, yeah, they'll, they'll be like, do I have a light? And it's just like, come on, dude, you're done. You're obviously done five. I don't know. The other, the other night when you were at the top secret girl had a five minute set that she turned into like eight, nine minutes. And it just pissed me off. It's like, you know what five minutes is and you know where yeah. a big red fucking light in the dead center of the room is. Yeah. That shit makes me crazy. Anyway, thanks for writing. <laughs> Although before we go, I did, um, I do really, this email was like, I want LASIK so bad. I, I need yeah, to I it might save up for it, yeah. but I think that's in the next five years, I think I'm getting LASIK eye surgery. Cool. That's my, that's my savings. That's where my savings is going to go. I'm so tired of Like my contact right now is bothering me. I have to like take it out and clean it and I might just need new contacts, but I, I hate that I can feel my right contact right now. Yeah. And then also I'm so sleep deprived that my eyes are twitching. It's like, we've talked about it in earlier episodes when I get tired, that's like a big thing that happens. So it's like, I can feel my contacts and I can feel my eye twitching and it makes me great. I feel crazy. Yeah. Thanks for your fan mail. Yeah. <laughs> you've converted us um we'll let you know when we get lasix yeah um googles yeah you want to go first yeah um well i had a couple god what was it shit hang on let's scoot this over real quick what did i have oh well one was can you drown sleeping in a bath because i had gone floating (laughs) and then i went to the float tank yeah float tank and then i went to a show which was a mistake. So like, yeah. I, I couldn't, I can't just lie there for an hour and like knowing I have to like perform after you like, I it's, it's meditative. It's not relaxing the way I wanted it to be. Like, I wanted to feel like I was sinking into a bath and it's not a bath because the water is like the temperature of your, your body. It's almost a little cold and it just, it's supposed to be sensory deprivation. And then what it does is, um, yeah, you're supposed to like get into this deep relaxation, possibly hallucinate which I did a little bit, not like, I wasn't like seeing figures or anything, but you know, you, you kind of see like the acid trip, like waviness. Did you get that when you were, you fell asleep? I, so I was like super uncomfortable. I was like, this is so weird. I hate, like, I'm just like naked in an egg, you know, it's just, you know what I mean? Like everything about it just felt like 2040. Like, you're just like, what is this? Like this, like, I'm just, to me, it just felt like this weird, like like then I'm going to be in like VR and this is the future where you're just like naked hooked up to something. And then I'm playing like, yeah, you're going to come out of this pod and it's going to be like 2082. <laughs> a little gonna... bit. Like I just felt, I felt a little like this is, I, and you know me, like that's one of the reasons I really don't like massages. It's like, why am I getting naked? Like what's, why do I have to be naked? Oh, I don't mind so. that. But I don't like, I, 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 what bothered me about it was, um, I couldn't control, like I was sort of floating off to the side, like diagonally. And I kept wanting to like, like my, this part of me that has to control everything. I wanted to be dead center thing straight <laughs> with my head here, here. And then I just kept kind of veering off to the side and I'm like, no. <laughs> so I forgot to say this when you were telling me about it in person. I, the reason I was able to fall asleep is they had these little floaty pillows. So I had a thing yeah that I put my head on and I think there might've been something else. And that just kind of helped me not drift from side to side. But really the reason I fell asleep is it still put me down pretty low and I did get stuff in my eyes and it burned. But 
for the most part, the reason I fell asleep was because I, I finally was able to get comfortable. And I was like, I literally was like, all right, what do you, how do you relax? Who relaxes? I guess I'll like count backwards or, and then I woke up that like, I literally was like, ah. I was like, I'm in a tank. Like did not know where I was splashing. I think I might've probably hit my head on the side. I was like, ah. <laughs> did you have a pillow or a ring? I had like a ring. It was like, like a, a ring. ring. Yeah. It was like a, yeah, um, like a so ring. I couldn't fall asleep. Cause as I would like, because I didn't realize it, but my head, I was keeping it up a bit because I couldn't fully relax into it. And the same with my legs, I had to like tell my legs to like chill out. And then, so as I fell asleep, like my head relaxed into it more and I felt the water like drifting up my face and I'd be like, ah, <laughs> sorry, that was in a microphone, but, and like that happened like three times where I just felt like I was like, oh no, I'm sinking. And, um, what was my Google? It was about float tanks, but what was, mm, mm-hmm. hang on, I'll be right back. It was, um, oh, can you don't sleep in the bath? But basically I went to the, uh, Bill Murray after to do a show and I was telling the people in the green room about it and Ariel Suma, who I love, and I've quoted her jokes on here before was like, oh, I'm, she, she's like, she couldn't do it. Cause she would be afraid of drowning. Like she's afraid of drowning in the bath. She's like, I, I'm afraid to fall asleep in the bath in case I drown. I'm like, I don't think you can actually drown in a bath. I mean, unless you're drunk or on drugs. Yeah. You would have to be like, like, so like either like a little kid that doesn't know how to like support themselves Yeah. or cause like as a person, you just, you sit up, you just, you know what I mean? I mean like your, your basic survival instincts kick in and then you just go, Oh, like I'm drowning. I can't breathe. So you would just wake up and sit up unless you were just inebriated you, or something. Or like you hit your head and you went unconscious. Right. Yeah, you couldn't just fall asleep in a bath and drown. I just don't. Yeah. What did Google say? I don't think you can. I mean, most people agreed. I, I've, I've had a like rough time actually finding like real evidence. It's just, it's just people talking on Reddit and shit and Quora being like, you can't drown unless you're drunk. So most people agreed, like you're fine. And if you're doing a float tank drunk, good for you. Way to really why? be like, like why, why would you I have, I have a problem, but I still want to take care of myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you think you're going to do the other ones? Cause you bought like a package, right? Three. I bought two. It was like buy two, get one free. And it was supposed to be like, like the first for first timers. So like if I just bought one, then that deal would be gone forever. And I assumed I would love it. So I bought three and I hated it. So now I got two left. So now I got to, I have to go in with a different headset, like mindset, like a, not before a show B thinking of it as more of a meditation thing, then, um, there's really no benefit to it other than relaxation. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's worth trying again now that you understand it a little bit better. Yeah. You have to, since you have a deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I gotta go. I didn't even last a full hour. It was like 45 minutes. I was like, that's fine. I'm done. <laughs> I just didn't, I was, I'm uh, kind of like oddly proud of myself now that I finished the whole thing. You and fell was, asleep. You didn't. Yeah, whatever. I was so fucking relaxed. Like you persevere through the challenge of boredom. You just fell asleep. Yeah. I meditated into slumber. Okay. <laughs> I think I also, did I, did I say on the, 
that my dad, my dad, my grandfather had a, a waterbed till the day he died. Yeah. Like, is that the I grandfather remember... with the hook arm? Because that would make it really difficult. Oh, that's my great grandfather. No, that'd be super impressive. No, my grandfather that just died. Um, uh, Cause I was talking to my uncle Jeff and he was like, oh yeah, we got to get rid of the waterbed. And I was like, he still had, like, I remember being a little kid and you know, you're a little kid and you have to take a nap. So I'd be at my grandfather's and they would put me in my grandfather's bed to take a nap. And I'd be like, Wee. like, oh, I, was, I, was like yeah. I had an uncle. It was awesome. I just don't, but that was in the eighties. And then to find out that my grandfather still had that water, I was like, who is it the same waterbed? Or is there like just one company that's from the seventies that's holding on that's still like, <laughs> You blew my mind that my grandfather yeah and he like exercised till the day he died he was like a pretty like healthy dude um almost 90 and I don't think water beds are good for you like for your back and your neck and stuff I think they're supposed to be good for you like for your back but um the problem with water beds was maintenance oh yeah mess absolute mess yeah but I don't think I think as far as like I think maybe it came out later that they weren't good for you I don't know I but I remember looking up waterbeds recently because I was like oh remember waterbeds and so I looked yeah. it up and actually they were good for your back that's why they kind of became a thing but like like keeping them maintained was really really difficult good, for, good on my grandfather I'm really proud of him um ready for my google yeah okay does sleep deprivation cause permanent damage I think we might've talked about this in our sleep episode, but I am mentally not okay. And I just feel crazy. I mean, like I said, I slept se almost seven and a half hours last night. So that is helping, but I was just, con so I'm not as bad as my dad. My dad, I think truly has gotten four hours of sleep for like 50 years or some crap. Um, I go like eight hours, seven hours, eight hours, seven hours, eight hours, two hours, two hours, two hours, seven hours, eight hours. Like, it's like the weekend of flying. And like, so like, A, I, I had a lot of nights in these last three weeks because of jet lag and from flights that I really slept all of two to three hours. Um, and then in general from touring, there's always like one or two days where I don't get enough sleep. And I'm, I feel like I, when I'm not touring, who knows when that is at this point, but like, I'm just wondering if I'm breaking my brain. So an ongoing lack of sleep has been closely associated with hypertension, heart attacks, strokes, obe uh, uh, obesity, diabetes, depression, anxiety, decreased brain function, memory loss, weakened immune system, lower fertility rates, and psych uh, psychiatric, psychiatric disorders. But what I can't find is what is ongoing sleep deprivation? Like what is an ongoing lack of sleep? Is that the fact that not every day, cause like who, who in this society is always getting eight hours of sleep really. And then how is, is it in a row? Is it like if twice a week for 10 years, I only get two hours of sleep. Like I just. Yeah. So that you weren't able to find out like what the definition of like long term. Yeah. So yes, it does. It, it, and I've always known that like sleep deprivation is a form of torture. It, it's a, so important for your brain and your body for like recouping and, and, and doing all the things it does. And I've always put a lot of importance on it, but at the end of the day, like flying and, and traveling just makes it so hard to be consistent. So I just don't know. I feel like I'm getting dumber, so maybe it's too late, but 
And then also like, let's say I don't tour for two years. Will like my brain heal? Oh, I bet your brain would bounce back. I think like I would gauge long-term sleep that deprivation, wow, is being longer than how much sleep you'd lose raising children. So yeah, like, you know, when like newborns will cause their parents to not get any sleep. So that's a couple years, I suppose. And um, maybe you, you raise it to be two and then have another baby. So that's two more years of no sleep. I would say after six years, maybe that's long-term sleep deprivation. I liked that. I liked all that, that, you know what? I take back everything I said about you being a willy nilly laser lady. I think you really have a lot (laughs) to offer with your pseudoscience. (laughs) Um, I'm saying six years. I'm just going to put it out there. What's more pseudo than a laser? You can't even see it. (laughs) All right. Marie answered everything I needed to know. Yeah. Um, Let's get personal. Yeah. Uh, This is your question. Um, Do you eat dessert with a spoon or a fork? Okay. Cause this came up when I ordered dessert at a place and they brought me a piece of cake with a spoon and that has been happening a lot and I don't understand it. I don't want a fucking spoon with my cake. It's a fork, a fork. It's always been a fork. When, it, when did spoons become a thing for dessert? It's always been forks. Is it an American versus British thing? Like have I just been getting spoons in England or like what the, what's, so for me, it's a fork. Um, yeah. <laughs> unless obviously ice cream, which is something I should have made more clear, but, um, like ice cream, you would eat with a spoon, but I'm fine eating ice cream with a fork. I'm not fine eating cake with a spoon. Interesting. Real line in the sand there. Um, I think most people go spoon because a spoon can do everything. You know uh, what I mean? Most people so interesting because I took an uh, Instagram poll and like, it was like 55% spoon. So it's not most, I mean, it's most people, but like barely, but sorry that you, you think a lot of people go spoon because why? Because of the universal, like a fork, you know, like you said, anything that's kind of drippy or whatever, you can't get up. A spoon's always going to, I didn't say that. What? I said I was fine eating ice cream with a fork. No, and you're wrong. And (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay. I do want cake and pie with a fork. But a spoon, A, doesn't bother me. I love a small spoon. I get offended when it's like a large spoon. It's like aggressive. I like, <laughs> I like teaspoons, tiny spoons. I like, they even, there's studies about eating. If you eat stuff with a smaller spoon, you eat less, you eat slower. It's better for you. I've always been team spoon, but I understand the value of a fork. All this being said, all this being said, the real thing that really bothers me and this seems to be exclusively Asian restaurants is where you're offered either chopsticks or a fork and a spoon, a knife, never in the picture, like knives have no value. And then you'll have these big pieces of meat or like whatever. And now I'm trying to cut with a spoon. I, it makes me crazy to never be offered a knife in real knife situations. I, <laughs> I want to talk about it a lot. I I don't know that I've ever noticed that. Um, Drives me crazy. Like genuinely like Seinfeld crazy. We're like, what? we don't have have knives here. (laughs) (laughs) I think you veered from the question. So going back to the dessert thing, I don't know. Like, but is that, is that how you grew up with a spoon on pie? Like a maniac? Um, 
I think if I'm being perfectly honest, I hate big spoons. I think they're bigger than my face and I hate it. So if, if the fork is a more realistic size, I'll take that. But really I want a tiny spoon. And I don't think I was offered anything that I wanted. I think only as an adult, only from going to Europe, have I started to realize that there are different size Uh spoons. Yeah, I do think it's European. I do. I think it's a Europe thing. But there's nothing more frustrating to me. And I know you said you don't care, but there's nothing more frustrating to me that when you get something that has ice cream, like ice cream on top of a brownie and they give you a fork and you're like, hey, man, I can't get up all the ice cream when this starts to get melty. Like, it's not the right vehicle. Like, you have to eat faster. That's not how I want it. Like, I want that animated. I want you saying that to a server saying, I can't get all the ice cream when this starts to get melty. It is not the right vehicle. Just with all <laughs> sincerity. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Hey man, I know you're in, I don't know how long you've been a waiter, but we need to talk about what you're doing here because <laughs> it is not effective to my needs. And I'm out here giving you 20%. Meanwhile, for- I'm eating all of it with the fork I got. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, look at her. She has an unfair advantage. <laughs> um, but get, go for the rest. If you're offered a spork, which is more a outdoor party scenario a picnic like scenario how do you feel about a spork i would never be offered a spork i don't know what scenario wow i'm in wow but it will never involve a spork no um yeah i'm fine with the spork i only like sporks at kfc when you're eating mashed potatoes uh never understood it but i love it (laughs) um yeah no it's 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 spork or nothing um, honestly, what's really been bothering me is uh, wooden utensils. Ugh, no, you're right. It tastes horrible. It makes me like even thinking about them fucks with my mouth. Like I I, it's not the right solution. I just I'm sorry. That's what I said All about it, paper straws. I'm like, I, what, oh, I, yeah. whatever the problem is, this isn't the solution. A hundred percent. I I was offered a smoothie with a paper a paper thing, and I was like, can I have two more? Because this thing's gonna break down in twenty minutes. Like, yeah. what are we doing here? Yeah, I cannot handle this. Bamboo um, bamboo utensils. No, thank you. Wooden ones are the worst. I can't even like talk about them without like my tongue going. No, Ugh. I was no. on an airplane. They gave us ice cream. I was very excited about it. And it was with a yes. wooden spoon and it ruined the ice cream. Ice cream is so good. But this wooden spoon, I have to like try to avoid it. I'm like, I'm always like trying to like, like, just, you know, <laughs> it's like no, it's really it bad. It's so it's bad. It's really bad. I don't know what that, like, you can all you can spoon. taste is wood. What? You could bring a spoon like Joey at the end of Friends when Chandler and Rachel were eating cheesecake off the floor. And he, he pulls, I think he pulls a fork out actually, which let's find out. No, I think it was a spoon. And he goes, all right, what are we having? He just pulls it out of his coat. Like you could be Joey. I'm almost that person. I used to carry a tiny teaspoon in my bag because I hated eating dessert with the big spoons. Okay. I know this is too much. So my favorite thing at Pret, which is all in the UK, um, is they have this cheesecake in a cup. I bought it at the airport. I ate it for breakfast. I'm not ashamed. Um, it was the last thing I needed because I'm going to go gluten-free again. Um, so it's cheesecake in a cup. I love it so much. And they used to have plastic teaspoons. They used to have it a couple of years ago. Nowhere. They have them nowhere anymore. So now you're given a soup spoon for what is this? You know, this thing is what maybe like four inches high and like three inches uh, round. And it... <laughs> I can't. I hate it. I hate it so much. 
And I'm just, so I used to bring my own teaspoon and then I would just like lick it and I put it in some paper and I put it in my bag. And then three weeks later, I'd remember it was in there and I would wash it. That's great. I used yeah. to have a, a retractable fork. That's awesome. <laughs> so it just got very long and then like somebody would just see out of the corner of their eye, they'd just see a fork coming towards it. I've never seen something more invented for one person. Just, <laughs> just the Maria sneaky fork. <laughs> Are you going to eat that? Oh, it's too late. My fork's touching it. Great question, Maria. Get your fork. Okay. Topic? Yes. I feel like this topic is so near and dear to us. We've had so many Googles and I think finally we're like, we just need to get to the bottom of this. Um, our topic is dandruff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is I've had both like regular dandruff and then I've had like dandruff associated with eczema. And that's what I've been dealing with for. That was my first Google. It was like, what are the different types of dandruff? Cause you always hear about yeah. dandruff, but like, so there's like, okay, there's regular um, dandruff caused by like, uh, either dry skin, um, or oily skin, which is actually, there's another name for it, which I didn't write down. Then there's like eczema dandruff and then like psoriasis dandruff and like the oily yeah. skin dandruff is like yellower. Like, so dry skin dandruff is just like the little tiny little white specks. Like, I feel like that's like what you see in sh shampoo, like head and shoulders commercials, oily dandruff. is like yellower. And then like the scalier dandruff is from psoriasis. Like they've got the silver scales and underneath it is like red. Like that's the shit I got. Like just, yeah, you can't really see. I actually don't have anything. Yeah, you look great. Paired up. Cool. <laughs> cool. We don't even have to do this episode. Great. <laughs> but those are the ones like, I like, I remember filming something and like throughout like this entire scene, it's just for a friend. It wasn't important, but like. I had like a piece of like dandruff in my hair and it just bothered me so much. And like you, if you watch reality TV, it happens to people sometimes they'll have like, like a speck in their hair and you're like, get that shit out of their hair. Well, that, well, one, it, it basically, they say it's so common. It affects half of a global adult population. So it's incredibly common. And I think what's frustrating is like you said, there's all these different reasons that you would have it. And they, it's hard to kind of cure it if you don't know the reason you have it you know what I mean so if it's if it's clearly a larger issue like 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 you said psoriasis eczema whatever then you'll probably have to get something medicated you'll have to go to a doctor and that's more an extreme thing but even when you do topical stuff like like dandruff sh shampoos certain ones target different issues and you could be using a dandruff shampoo that's not actually targeting your issue and or what I've realized because a couple of years ago, we went on this wave of like, shampooing is wrong. You shouldn't be shampooing your hair. Shampoo is the worst. Shampoo, shampoo, don't do it. And for curly haired people where moisture is important. And um, because we, we did an episode a while ago about SLS, like sodium lauryl sulfate and how it strips moisture and how it's bad for you. All there was this whole movement that you shouldn't be really shampooing your hair, that it's bad for you. And I was like, I love that. I love being lazy. I'm totally on board with this. So I went extreme and I was washing my hair maybe once a week. And it was my hairdresser that was like, dude, you got to shampoo your hair. And I was like, but the internet said, no, she's <laughs> like, no, she's like, oh, your product is building up. It's, it's really like clogging your pores and stuff. And like, it's the reason you have an itchy scalp. It's also the reason it's, a, it's like affecting your hair. So, and I was doing SLS free, which does help get rid of some of that dead skin and stuff like that. But what I've really learned in the last couple of months is that technically for my, because I'm super oily, like I think I'm an oily dandruff person, 
plus also the eczema. So I think I had both eczema back here, which is doing really well, but also I'm super oily. Oh, I everywhere. think I'm, I'm dry psoriasis. <laughs> You're yeah, look at eczema. us. <laughs> look at us, little team. But now that I've been shampooing my hair, I do one, once a week, I do a dandruff shampoo. And then twice a week, I just do regular shampoo for curly haired people. And that's changed the game. I almost have no problem with dandruff because I had to find this mix or whatever, because I don't want to use dandruff shampoo all the time because it's just not good for my hair. Yeah. And I also think all dandruff shampoo smells. They stink. Yeah. The worst, worst offenders are like the, the, the tea ones, I think, is it Neutrogena? Is it like the coal ones? Um, that not only stink, but they'll like stain your hair if you're blonde. But, um, my dad did Selsun blue and I always thought it smelled like vomit, <laughs> like genuinely God. smells like, like I could, I could tell, like if my dad just took a, you know, when somebody takes a shower and you can smell what like their shampoo smells yeah. like, or their soap or whatever, like yeah. my dad would get out of the shower and I would like use the bathroom and I'd be like, oh, my dad just used dandruff shampoo. Like it smells like vomit. Yeah. Or my wow. dad has a problem. Maybe my dad's vomiting. I don't know. Um, I don't know why I took that so hard. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Why'd you just call your dad bulimic? I don't know. I thought it was smelling sulfur. Maybe that's what he was using. Yeah. But it's a self symbol. He uses like the hardcore. They also say it's genetic. Like, so the fact that my dad has it probably means why I have it. And then Sammy, I was trying to help him with his dandruff situation because he shaves his head. So you can easily see it a lot more. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like that. do you have that silicone brush that you can kind of loosen up? You do it with your shampoo and one, it like massages your head. It helps with growth, but then also it kind of just loosens up everything. So you can like really get it out. No, I didn't know that dandruff was something you had to get out. It's not, well, dandruff is, um, um, skin. So you're just, you're just helping. So think of it this way. If you have a bunch of dead skin and it's just sitting there, you can kind of shampoo it and that'll help. But if you're really just trying to loosen it up so it doesn't fall out later when your hair dries. So it's just kind of helping getting it all out in one go as opposed to- It's counterintuitive. Yeah. Okay, I see. It's just that like with psoriasis, if you get rid of the dead, because it's like, it's like under the dead skin is like raw red skin. Um, It feels like if you loosen that up, you're just going to make your head- Yeah, it might be. It might be different because mine- I really here when it was eczema, I wouldn't do it there because like you said, I think it's the same reason, but for like regular dandruff, I just, that might be, it might be different for psoriasis. Well, anyway, I do do like it. It's a little circle. It's a little silicone. Yeah. Yeah. I I really think my hair is perfect for this episode. Just like picture it. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing a great job. You're, (laughs) you're a little pom-pom of a head. (laughs) You're like cheering yourself on. Um, can I read how to prevent dandruff? Yeah. Okay. So this practice good hygiene, which doesn't that feel a little offensive? It was really just... patronizing. Like I know how to, I, I'm clean. Okay. Yeah. So... And also it's a problem for half the population. And I don't think anybody in that half would be like, yeah, I'm gross. I mean, I'm gross in this situation, but most people are <laughs> yeah. not gross. Hairdresser was like, I'm not touching this. You need to watch Yeah, it. but they basically, it's the key things that we all know, which is that if it's itchy, you shouldn't scratch it, which sucks because- you know, you're in, you're in pain, but scratching can cause increased irritation, which leads to a vicious cycle. So when you touch and scratch, it can introduce dirt into the mix and that can make the dandruff worse. So that's like one thing, then finding the right shampoo to balance your scalp. Um, shampoo can often keep oils at bay, but they don't. Um, but if you use too many products, it can irritate the scalp. And that's where I think it's that trial and error of finding the right one for you, because sometimes I think it could make it worse. 
I'm not reading this reduced stress one. Like they can eat a dick. I'm tired of every single thing saying to reduce stress. Like we're out here wanting to live this great stressful lifestyle. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. Reduce stress is what, like every, anything you look up, anything you Google, it's going to be on there. And it just seems like it's like they're covering their ass. Like if there's nothing else, then it must be stress. Yeah. It must be because you just, you're not balancing your stress. And it's like, well, you're reading that sentence. So stressed. pisses me off. Um, um, something about fresh air, getting outdoors helps reduce oil buildup, um, massage your scalp. So one of the things I've noticed, so I have nails and they actually tell you not to use your nails that like, that's why that silicone thing, it's like a soft thing. It's not like hard. So it's, it's, it's more like a massage thing, but they say when you do massage stuff in, you're using your fingertips, you don't want to use your nails and you, you ever don't go to like a hairdresser. And then when they're shampooing your hair, they're like scratching your scalp. You're like, what are you doing? Don't scratch my scalp. I, yeah, I agree, but I will say this and I kind of, it's the only time I really have a woman's touch. <laughs> I do love like a woman washing my hair. Like it's the same with my eyebrows. So the woman that uh, threads my eyebrows, when she's done, she puts aloe vera on the eyebrows and she does this thing where she kind of like massages here and pushes out and she massages yeah, I like, like the that, middle, of but it's with the pads of her fingers. Yeah, yeah, of course. But even, and I agree, you don't want somebody scratching your scalp, but like, that feels a amazing. Run, a woman running their hair through your, their hands through your hair. I was like, oh, I get this. <laughs> and just a woman, not a man, just a woman. I'm just like, it feels so nice. It depends. I've had good, good scalp massages from men too. So, but like, yeah, like, the, I mean, the fingernails feel nice, but it's just like, all I can think about now is like, like, what do you scratch? Like, don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, brush your locks. So brush your hair when it's damp, yeah, not yeah. wet at least twice daily. Who's, I mean, we have curly hair. That's just no stupid. No, I'm um, not, not doing that. Um, and then limit friction. This was something that came up a couple of times about how wearing tight hats, um, with synthetic materials. <gasps> Maybe that's really why you have shit like on the back of your head. Cause you wear those beanies all the time. No, but the, the beanies up here, it almost never touches here. Same with a baseball hat. Um, this, I think this is just, and it's gone right now. Um, I got medication and then I think both medication plus the gluten-free is helping. And I hope that continues to help. Um, but, um, uh, eczema just travels. It's just weird. Okay. Yeah. It's just a little nomad skin. Got a weird head. A little comedian. I got a weird head. <laughs> I, got I have to tell you, I got a weird I got head. A gig on the, the back of your ankles. That doesn't, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. Um, they do actually say this, there is a difference between dandruff and dry scalp. So they were saying, um, while dandruff is related to the sybaric dermatitis, dry scalp is simply related to your skin losing too much water. And this can happen when you're not getting enough fluids. So that's the other thing. If the first, if, if, if you're new to dandruff, maybe you're not drinking enough water and just that alone could fix it which I thought was, I never even knew that, but it could also be from hair products you might be using and that could be drying it out um, and hurting your natural oils, or you can live in a cold, dry climate and that could make you susceptible to dry scalp. Mm. Um, but, but they basically say there is a difference between just having a dry scalp and somebody that has dandruff for all the reasons that you were listing earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think London has given me dandruff. I can see that. It's just freezing here it's really it's 
am I wrong? It felt colder than it was before. Like what I actually liked about going to Europe in March before is that it was a, a more mild winter and it didn't feel we had mild. the most incredible spring March of 2020 when everybody was stuck inside and weren't even allowed going to see black lakes. <laughs> that was like the weather couldn't have been nicer. It was such a tease. Yeah. And then I think that's what they did. They gave you a nice spring and they were like, you can't enjoy it. You don't get fun things in London. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, treatment we talked about. Oh, I thought this was an interesting fact. Um, so it says different skin and hair types require different care. So they said African-American people may only need to wash once a week with dandruff shampoo, as opposed to Asian-American people. Um, and those who are white may need, um, need to alternate, alternate between different dandruff shampoo, shampoos that contain different ingredients to achieve the, the best results. And I wonder again, if, you know, curly hair is more moisture, you know what I mean? So like, if you have very curly hair, um, like even curlier than ours. And I mean, I mean, you have even curlier hair than I do. I think over shampooing might be an issue. Um, but also I just think all this stuff is trial and error. Like you have to just figure out what's right. It sucks that you, there's not just like do this and it works. I just think you have to find. Um, and then they say basically use an anti-dandruff shampoo for a minimum of two to three weeks. And if you don't see improvement, uh, switch to a different active ingredient. And then after a couple of products, if it's not working, you should see a specialist. Yeah. And if it's really bad, I like, I like the smooth lighting. Um, yeah, it was just like, I was glowing. Okay. Um, so I, dandruff is one of those weird things where it's like, it's not really gross, but it's kind of gross. You know what I mean? Like it's treated as it's grosser than it actually is. Um, I mean, it's pretty gross. Just have big like clumps of scalp coming off onto your shoulder and other people. It's disgusting. Like other people's dandruff grosses me out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I would like it doesn't bother me. Like, I don't look at someone's dandruff and think they're gross. I think, oh, they need to change their shampoo. Like, I don't know. That stuff never. I don't think they're gross. I think, you know, yeah, but yes. Like, no, I, I don't want to, I don't want it in my soup. Like, right. yeah. Like, <laughs> like... <laughs> like, if you um, have some dandruff on your shoulder, I'm not like going to vomit, like whatever. Yeah, no, but I get like, yeah. So I guess I would want to know if there's like, if there's like either a natural remedy that you've discovered or, cause I was using, um, and it worked for a while. Um, this Cantu had this apple cider vinegar rinse. It was actually for, for, for black women with braids. Like, so in between washing their hair, if they had their hair braided like cornrows and stuff, they could, um, put this stuff and it would ha actually help release relief the itch that comes from not washing their hair or their hair being tight. And I was using that, um, once a week and it actually helped a lot for a while, but then I think with the eczema and everything else, my, my scalp just got really sad, but I really liked that. And it was a more natural, it was like apple cider vinegar and something else. And I've also done apple cider vinegar rinses, but if anybody has like natural remedies, I'd be curious about, um, if anybody's found like a product that's like, psh, like changed the game, um, and, or a habit, like, I kind of want to know, like dandruff curing stories. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Uh, I want to know if you've ever done a float tank and what you thought of it. <laughs> and where can they write to us, Maria? At tuneondoctors at gmail.com. That's the number two. 
fullworddoctors at gmail.com. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. I don't like this assessment.